0: I'm Claire. And I'm Liz. And this is The Balancing Act, a podcast where we talk about law, life, and everything in between. Um, On today's episode, we're going to be talking about hiring employees. So that could be an assistant, a paralegal, an associate, a partner attorney, admin. There's, there's many different types of employees that an attorney can hire and why to do it or not to do it or what things to think about. And when I was thinking up for this episode, I was listening to another podcast where an attorney talked about just like hiring new employees, like at a drop of a hat. And I thought that it was rather cavalier and didn't quite match my experience expectations or other people that I know in real (laughs) life and their experiences and expectations with employees or not. And so I thought we would just talk about that from our perspectives. And I will just say Liz and I are both true solos, meaning we don't have any employees. Um, We don't have like an assistant or an associate or anything like that. And I don't know about you, Liz, but I really don't want to hire anyone. (laughs) I am very intentionally remaining a true solo. I like having the flexibility to do what I want, when I want, how I want, without needing to check in with anyone about why I'm doing something or changing something. It's been a very intentional position that I've taken. It's not just the default of, oh, you can't hire anyone or you haven't grown enough to hire anyone, like... It's an intentional choice.
1: Right now, I feel the same way. I don't feel like I have the, I don't know, I hate to use this word, bandwidth to have someone else working with me because I would need to take everything that was in my head and tell it to someone. (laughs) And, you know, meaning like you have to train someone, you have to have a good professional relationship with them. And a lot of the work that I do is just so personal with my clients that I think it would take, honestly, a lot of work to be able to have an employee who I trusted and knew was doing what I need them to do. And maybe that means I am a control freak.
0: (laughs) I think, you know, a lot of times clients want to, speak with the attorney who hired them, you know, Um, unless it's like, oh, I'm just scheduling a meeting or something like that. A lot of times they don't want the runaround from an assistant or a paralegal or an associate. And not that, you know, that employee would be giving them like Bad information. It's just mm-hmm. once you've created that bond, at least in the areas of law that we practice, it might be different yes. in other areas of practice where people are like, yes, let me talk with the person who's going to charge me less. But at least in these areas, people want to talk to the person that they've hired. I also think that with hiring an employee comes a lot of different regulations. That the employer needs Mm -hmm. to follow, which I think are very important, and perhaps there could be more to protect employees. So in no means does this criticism think that I don't think those are appropriate. It's just a lot of extra work on the part of an employer, especially when you have a smaller practice, you know, it can't just be like you don't have an HR department to be in charge of yeah. making sure that all the the rules and regulations are followed in terms of, you know, tax withholdings or notices or rights or whatever the case may be in terms of having employees. And that seems like a lot of extra work. To take on.
1: I agree. And then kind of like what you're saying, you like the flexibility that being a solo gives you. I like that as well. And it, on some level, it might be hard to have someone kind of in my office, depending on me being there in order to get work done. And what if I have something come up or oh, today would be a good day to work at home. I personally just don't feel that I'm in the space to have an employee in that way. Additionally, my actual office itself is pretty small. So if I was at a point where I was going to hire someone, I would need to get a different office. So that way there would be a space for someone to be working unless I had them only working here when I wasn't here. So I'm not at that point yet. I could see like maybe when my kids are grown, And out of the house and like kind of living their own lives. At that time, I might say, oh, maybe I want to try seeing what it's like to do something different in my practice. And that could involve hiring, you know, an assistant or maybe working with another attorney. But right now I feel like I'm already managing a household (laughs) and my solo practice. And so I don't necessarily want to add more to my to-do list, if that makes sense. I totally agree. I also like having control over all
0: of the aspects of my business. So like you were talking about earlier, I don't think it makes you a control freak. (laughs) I think it makes you like a concerned business owner and just wanting to make sure that things are just they're done correctly and, and how I want them to be I also get the impression and maybe this is just me maybe this is maybe you have a different experience Liz but I feel like people have the expectation that you should have employees like that you haven't leveled up so to speak or you're not as serious or good of a business if it's just you that you have to have an assistant or you have to have an associate or you have to have a partner and that if you're just a true solo, you're not good enough or something, which I totally disagree with. I have great yeah. pride that I've created mm-hmm. and maintained and grown my business for nine years, and that's just a sense that I get. What about you? Have you gotten that sense, or or is that just
1: is that just a Claire um, thing? No, I do get what you mean. Um, and I also sometimes feel like the court system expects that we have assistance. There's times when we'll say like the county, if the county is an opposing party, for example, on a child support case, um, they'll be like, oh, have your assistant do that. Or court will ask the attorney to do things that are more administrative as if we have, you know, as if everyone has an assistant to do those things. With my clients, I mean... I feel like what you see is what you get and they know that. And so if they are not impressed by the fact that, you know, I'm not this giant enterprise, that's fine because they don't, no one's forcing them to work with me. But I think most of my clients understand how my business works and that it is just me. And I think that that is oftentimes why they do choose me. But, yeah. I mean, I think it's more like maybe when you're talking with people in general, you know, like, oh, I have my own law practice. Oh, how many employees do you have? Oh, no, it's yeah. just me. I feel like in that way, yes. The other thing, too, that I've, you know, that some people do, and I'm sure we've talked about this before, is like people have like virtual assistants or those virtual receptionists yeah. who Don't work in your office, but your phone calls can be forwarded to them and they answer. And I can always tell when I'm calling a law firm that has that sort of um, system versus a true person who is in there. I don't know if you can tell, Claire. Yeah. Yep.
0: I agree. It's And I don't even know how to explain it. It's almost like in how the ringing works or how like the person Mm -hmm. answering picks up. It's not...
1: Yeah, I don't know how to explain it, but I I totally get what to you're give saying. A lot of information. Yeah, they usually don't have a lot of information, and they're usually having to. I don't know. I it, I just feel like. Well, I'm not even sure that I'm not trying to take away jobs from these people, but sometimes I'm like, what's the point of you answering the phone? It, you know, when you're not able to give me any more information, I'd almost rather just have it go straight to the voicemail at this point. But I know that that's my perspective as an attorney calling another attorney. I've heard that clients do like it when someone, you know, or potential clients especially, like when they call an attorney's office and there is someone to guide them through. And maybe, maybe it's a different experience if you are the potential client or the client calling the office.
0: Yeah, I think you bring up a good point with the the client experience versus like other attorneys or the public's perception um of different things whether it's the virtual practice or um having assistance or not. I also kind of wonder if some people are still stuck in the past where like every attorney was a man and every attorney had a female secretary <laughs> to do the things for him. Um, mm-hmm. And how come everybody isn't still like that? And I kind of wonder if that's part of the perspective of, or the ideal, or the
1: expectation of having an assistant. Yeah, you know, maybe the picture in the head that some people have of what a law practice looks like, maybe. Right. Because of the
0: TV shows or movies or stories that they've seen or heard <laughs> over the years. Thanks for listening to